Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm your host, the returning host, host with the most, the king, the Kaiser, the return of the king, Lord of the Rings, which is good because we've got an Australian in the studio. And it was, it was shot in New Zealand and I'm Australian, so <laughs> that's offensive. Yeah, off to, <laughs> off to a bad start, certainly this time. I, I think that was pretty... I didn't even have to set that up. Um, usually I have to say up the off of the bad stats, but no, racism straight off the bat. Um, no, unintentional. <laughs> no, so. because what I was thinking of is uh, the character, the Evish character, uh, Elvish, um, is played by an Australian actress. Getting off. Uh, getting Liv off. Tyler, is it Liv Tyler? She's not Australian. Uh, Kate Blanchett. No. Kate Blanchett. She's ah. Australian. Boom. So thank you, Christian, for once. I'm happy to have you on my side. Chris Armani's looking at us in complete and utter disgust. Don't think I've seen, no, I did see Lord of the Rings once. Right, there's a lot of people who already have turned it's off. It's a big movie, I don't know. I think it was a bit crap as well. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher. Uh, I'm joined by an illustrious uh, fancy panel. Um, I've got Captain Terrific over here, um, Chris Armani. Hello. Hello. Wearing his Adidas uh T-shirt looking some, terrific. Some biscuits on it. Some some Tim Tams <laughs> on it. Some Tim Tams. Uh, we're joined by uh, Alex uh, Alex McD. Hi. Shall we are. give you your full name or? No, just no. Alex. <laughs> Alex McD. Is Alex fine. McD. After this. Um, yeah, we'll we're, see how it goes. we're definitely getting blocked. Um, <laughs> Alex is uh, you, you might know her off Twitter. A big Celtic fan. Uh, moved to London recently, but we'll get onto that in, in a moment in time. And Christian. Uh, so, <laughs> no, Christian, it's good to have you. Good to be here. No milk in my tea, but yeah. other than that... Vegan-friendly household. Friendly to vegan. Bowd has melted all over Vegan-fied. me. Vegan-fied. Vegan-fied. He hasn't had Okay, no, I'll stop. Yeah, again, we're two minutes in, and I'm, I'm uh, the sound of the clicks of people turning the podcast off, it's becoming rampant. Anyway, we're going to talk about lots of different stuff. We're going to talk about the Hearts game at the weekend. We're going to talk about the games coming up. Some comments from Craig Levine... <laughs> talk about Tom Rogic. We'll talk about Scott Bain. I've got qu- I've got points about Scott Bain, Chris Armani. I know you do. I yeah, good points. I've got uh, on my notes. It says Scott Bain question mark underscored twice. Ooh. So you know. Flapper. So there we go. Uh, so I just want to talk about uh, just a kind of small anecdote. I was in a, a Croatia for two for a week. Um, stayed in Split, then went to the Brom. Why is everyone shaking their head? <laughs> you hadn't mentioned it. No, I haven't seen it on Twitter. 
It just sounds oh, idyllic. So I want to hear more. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's Ooh, really tell nice me it all. food. Yeah. It, firstly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my actual accent. I just put this one. On. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Do any impression of any East, any European person, and it's basically <laughs> Christian. Uh, but no, when I was in Croatia, I was talking to uh, a young man, a young chap, while I was ordering some vegan pizza. <laughs> uh, he was a. Uh, um, that sounds good. Mm. Mm. No, it is actually really can good. I have, <laughs> can I have a bit of dough and tomato sauce, please? Ah, oh, there's vegan cheese. Come on, yeah. yeah, there it's is like vegan cheese. No- it's like a normal pizza looking thing. And also, it's vegetables. Do you not like vegetables? Mm. I do like vegetables. There you go. So, boom. I also like cheese. Cheese. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was talking to a, a wee guy. He was a Hadrick Split fan uh, we're talking away about certain things and then I, he said oh who do you support I was like oh I support Celtic um, and he's like oh yeah talking about like the Champions League and stuff um, and then I said uh, oh we've got a Croatian player well he, he doesn't represent Croatia anymore because we started talking about the international thing um, and I was like Joseph Saminovic and he literally went ooh <laughs> and just kind of and I went do you not <laughs> is that what we do and he was kind of like well yeah he's, he wasn't we were quite surprised when he went for so much money because he was Dynamo Zagreb and they're mm. the big rivals and uh, he was like oh we're quite surprised so um, it's not only us who think Joseph Simonovic is shit it's yeah. uh, Croatian people, people. Croatia. did he not um, he's jumped to Bosnia, Bosnia but now no but hasn't he jumped he's not allowed to jump anywhere now <laughs> yeah, he's comfy. not allowed to play <laughs> he asked it up he said <laughs> right you're not picking me my grand is Bosnian I'm playing for Bosnia then they said right we've selected you and no, they went, I, 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 I don't really want to play for Bosnia. <laughs> I was like, uh, trying to make her jealous. <laughs> uh, and then when he went back, UEFA stepped in and went, nah, son. Nah. He can't keep switching. You can play for Australia now. Uh, unbelievable. Um, we don't want him. <laughs> We're okay. As we say, um, the, the, that's the voice of Alex McDee. Alex, it's been a, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Just give you, give us a little bit of background. You are origi- you're from Australia. Yeah. Uh, so my, my grandpa is from Glasgow. Um, and then... Whereabouts, do you know? In Anderston... Most of that's gone now. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. He yeah. the first time he came back after he moved to Australia, he came back and his house was the motorway. Yeah, so that was a <laughs> that was a great shock for him. No, he um. So yeah, he moved to Australia, and then I have been in LA for four and a half years, and now I've just moved to London. Did you see any stars in uh, oh, LA? Did I see stars? Yes, every day. Okay. <laughs> I worked in uh, I worked in the coolest spots in LA, so. Um, I saw some cool people. Jay Z. Who? Um, <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> you know who Jay Z is? He's a rapper, right? Uh, he's a rapper. Yeah. Right? He's not. A, I, I just said that. I don't he's know. not a middle-aged, fat, white American guy who plays guitar. I'm not going to know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> that simple. But no, who else you see Jay Z? I mean, now, do you see Martin Compton or any of those guys knocking about? Like, in you, cause did you, you say Compton? Compton, Martin, Martin Compton. Compton. He's, oh, a, he's an actor. Oh, yes. Tony Curran used to come to the club all the time as well. He's a he's an actor as well. Yeah, there was. I mean, what now was, that now that you're asking me, I can't think of anyone that I've seen. <laughs> what was the supporter club supporters club that you went to in LA? It was the LA supporters club. So it's hard in LA because the kickoff times are either four o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning. So it is definitely a struggle getting us up into a pub, but we still do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like 15, 20, 30 people that are in this pub at four o'clock in the morning and we just drink and are probably smashed by about nine. So it's a good day. It's a good beginning of the day. Do you want an anecdote some money about me? About you? Yeah. In Croatia? Another always, one. Always. Yeah. So let me, t- <laughs> let me talk to you guys through it. So no, uh, when I was in, I remember uh, San Francisco, 
um, we had to. I was in San Francisco and I went to the San Francisco Celtic Sports Club, mm-hmm. but it's not anywhere near the bay or anything. It's not. It's like oh, it's quite. I've it's heard miles. It's quite far out, yeah. So I jumped in a taxi and I was like, ah, the taxi. <laughs> it's like a hundred dollars. I was like traveling. It was a fucking nightmare. But uh, everyone bought me drinks. I didn't have to buy a drink for the rest of the the night. So nice. it was terrific. Uh, Alex, yes. Um, coverage of Celtic in LA. Coverage mm-hmm. of the sort of Scottish football. Yeah. So, I mean, like, my whole life, even being in Australia, I've been watching Celtic TV a lot. Um, That's, like, what we depend on. Um, And then, basically, as soon as I got to LA as well, they, like, cut off the Scottish football licence. They didn't pay for it anymore. And only just recently, of course, like, just after I've left, I think they've picked up the rights again. So Who is it that's doing it? It's a weird... Yeah, Yeah. it's a weird channel that no one's going to have it. No. And like that that's why the club never had a lot of the games on either is cuz they didn't want to pay for Celtic TV. It's so expensive for a club yeah. membership. Um so we only had <laughs> <laughs> It is. Yep. No, it is. It is so There's absolutely no ways around that. So expensive so the only games that we ever had on were like the big cup games or like obviously like Rangers games when they came back up and stuff so that's the that's all that I've depended on, I guess. And, and you're going to you you recently watched the Celtic uh, the cup game and the Wimbledon Celtic Sports Club. Yes, was it the cup? No, it was just a league game. Oh, I was just league yeah. Game. It was just like it was just the last Rangers game, but it was amazing. I mean, just going. I've been to like a couple of clubs now, like around the US and around London and stuff, and like being around that many people in a club like that, it's still it's still a weird thing because usually it's just me and my dad and my grandpa watching a game in our living room by ourselves so it's cool i, I think if you're in london though, there's quite a lot of choice down yeah there. oh yeah, definitely um, so that'll really, be good some really nice guys as well so and yeah it should be fun it'll be on at a decent level exactly a normal hour i'm still getting used to watching football at night i've never done that before oh because obviously you would have been in australia as well oh, right, yeah okay, even course. in australia it's like 12 o'clock in the morning so you're kind of like at a pub and you see it like come up at night and you're like oh, okay that's like you in Norway because it's like always like fucking, it's always dark. It's always dark. Yeah, yeah. The sun doesn't come. Or out. always light. Or always light. It's one or the other. It's you're one, just confused. It's just confused. Yeah, yeah you're confused. But yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm so close. So hopefully I can come up here and just watch games all the time. The funny every thing weekend. is, the funny thing is, you think to yourself like moving from LA and all that and yeah. all the the. the, the, the how expensive it is to fly and all that. You think to yourself, London and Glasgow on the train? That shouldn't be that much. No, no it is. It's like 150 quid or something. I don't understand that. I got a mm. flight up here return for like £40. It was yeah. nothing. And then the train was like 130 or something. So I was yeah, like, mm, the don't need to do that. It's me and Samani working on a plan to nationalise. Yeah, uh, not only the trains, was. but pretty much. Pretty much when the revolution does happen, <laughs> this will be the, the podcast, the podcast yeah. of the revolution. Solid Danish brothers. Fifteen pound return with yeah. a three course meal thrown in. Yeah, um, the the revolution will be podcasted. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, but no, it's terrific. Have you here? Uh, be interested to see your thoughts on uh, your experience. Free mm-hmm. tantons at Celtic Park, um, Erin Slavin. So yeah, congratulations to the girls, Erin, and I'm going to forget their the, the two other names now. But um, on, I think. Uh, it basically picked us up in terms of you know there's, there's a wider discussion in, in Scotland and the UK about period poverty as well and Erin uh, and her fellow companions is obviously quite politically active and big Celtic fans so they thought that what better club to kind of start that change in terms of asking for free sanitary 
products in Celtic Park. So Celtic has agreed to do that from next season. And Aaron's got a piece in the next Cynical, which is out this weekend. Just talking a little bit about the campaign and the reasons behind it uh, and why it's so important there. So yeah, well done and well done, Celtic. Who yeah. you know who took the request, had a meeting, thought, yeah. That's something we should support. And, uh, yeah, d- ter- play to terrific effort. I should mention also there's a food bank collection tomorrow, Celtic versus Kilmarnock game. Here's a shopping list of most needed items. UHT milk, uh, tin tomatoes, tin fruit, tin fish, tin rice pudding, tin custard, packets of mashed potatoes, uh, something to go with uh, tea, biscuits, etc. So if you're going along to that, any of those, any of those options would be good. The food bank stuff is amazing and... Long may it, well, not obviously not long may it continue. The, the fact that we have to have it is a disgrace, but what the supporters are doing is terrific, and uh, yeah, we'll retweet that as well. So, uh, football. Just just a casual 11 minutes in before we actually talking about <laughs> the, the, the football. Yeah, Listen, I've got... Usually about half an hour. I, we're just talking about how terrific a club Celtic are. Yeah. Yes. You know, the free sanitary products, great. The, the food drive, great. What a great club. Yeah. Let's, give a, wee, let's give a wee cheer for <laughs> Celtic. Come on. Yay! <laughs> Yay! 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 Yay, best guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so twi- listen, I do have other Croatia jo- uh, stories and jokes and Can't tales. Wait. Can't wait. You want, you want to eke them out over the course of next season? The whole, yeah, next, yeah. The whole you, of next season. You can't just hit them. You can just smack people in the face with all that fun. All today. Uh, anyway, so Alex, you went yes. to the Hearts game. Uh, I did, tell yeah. us a little bit about the oh, experience. Did I did, yeah. I managed to get a ticket off after like pestering people on Twitter for about three weeks. <laughs> Someone gave me their ticket and I managed to find a supporters bus as well to go on the supporters bus to the game, which was cool. Definitely fun experience, but got to the game. Um, was about maybe three seats away from Kieran Tierney as well. Actually, before we even got to the game, I was about five minutes late because, I mean, I've been hearing about this a lot on Twitter but never actually experienced it. They just kind of, like, herd you into the smallest little area to get you into the stadium. And it's four turnstiles to all the Celtic supporters that are coming through. And there were policemen on horses and the horse was going crazy. And you're just kind of standing there like, oh, my God, I've got nothing to do if this horse, like, runs up at me. Anyway. Um, Did you feel intimidated? I mean, a little bit. It's a white horseman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, definitely a little bit. Um, and there must be but, such a difference, like, because we talk about this a lot on the mm. pod in terms of how fans, football fans are treated mm. in Scotland. And I bet if you go to a any sort of sporting arrangement in the US like it's you probably couldn't you know people I mean, will be it's so polite to you everybody yeah. <laughs> they and follow everyone's themselves sitting together like there's no like separation of fans whatsoever like well, that's a bit shite to be fair you want you want a bit you want a <laughs> I mean fair enough but there's I mean there's not the rivalries to yeah you know have that um so yeah it was it was definitely a new experience but once we got there I was like 3 seats away from Kieran Tierney, which was great. You've said that twice now. Yeah. Oh no, it's a. I will be telling everyone for the rest of my life that I was three seats away from Kieran Tierney. What she probably won't tell me. She didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say anything. I, was just too, I was just too nervous. He was Kieran. such a. He, he was such a nice guy, and he was taking photos and videos and stuff Did with you not everyone. Did you get a photo with him? So no, it's, it's, I was, essentially, I was too you shot it. Yeah, I, I found him shot it. Yeah. yeah no, so I, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, probably only my one chance to meet Kieran Tierney, and yeah. I just absolutely lost. No, and, and also you're going to the game tomorrow. If you wait afterwards, like you can get for- <laughs> autographs and all that. No, 
Can you I not? mean, maybe. I didn't actually think about that. <laughs> yeah, if you wait, like, well, when all the players are coming out and all that, you can get autographs. I think. I don't know, can you? Aye, but that'll be quite know. late. Maybe try and go up before the game. We, we, yeah. We can send Alex to the press conference. You could go to the press conference if you want. Shut up. Yeah. Kieran, Kieran, hi. 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 Oh my god. Kieran. Hi. <laughs> hi. Is that your Australian accent? Oh, it's not Australian. Yeah. I thought that was. Australian. Have you ever tried Tim Tams? They are okay. That was good. They're a bit like a penguin, but anyway, uh, so much better though. So uh, Alex did bring. Oh, you're not even grabbing the Tim Tams. Fine, Alex, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Alex did Sorry, bring yeah. Tim Tams, and we we appreciate that. But Christian's brought his bourgeois middle class M and S. Fruity flapjacks. Fruity uh, flapjacks. Never but, heard of them. Um, but yes, the game. Um, I mean, it was it was an insane experience. Great game too. I didn't realise though that Tierney and Griffiths was injured. Yeah, Griff- Griffiths uh, had uh, an injury. He actually had to go to hospital um, for, for testing. I don't know if it was like a flu or something he's had. But yeah, so he obviously is injured. Yeah. I didn't know that Tierney was injured. I thought that Tierney no, was just yeah. rested. But he may, he oh, may, he may okay. well be um, but I was just surprised when he wasn't in the squad mm. um, at all. It wasn't really announced or anything. Initial thoughts on the game? I mean, it was. I mean, it was only my third ever Celtic game, so it was amazing. I though I don't know what happened. I guess there was a heart score that was disallowed. Yeah, didn't catch on to that, and I think a couple of people around me as well didn't realize that the goal was disallowed. So the whole game <laughs> up until Sinclair's goal. I thought it was two all. I thought it was two each. And then he scored at the end. And we were all, people around me were going insane because we were like, one, we've done it. Three, two, what are we doing? No, it was actually three, one. Didn't find out till the next day. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, Good analysis of the game then. Yeah. It's been terrific, Alex. I feel yeah. like that's the door. No worries. No worries. Uh, so, Manny, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, just talking about Sinclair's goal. And he's been low in confidence. He, he did his best to miss it. Ah, he had it right at the keeper. <laughs> he hit it and it hit off the. I can't remember the boy in the line, and it went in. But I, when, I, when I watched it, I never saw the game live, um, um, as you know. But when I watched it later on that night, and when he got the ball and he and he, and he, he scored, I thought, "You must only you right now could have done that. Yeah. Could have had it square at the defender." I mean, obviously it went in, and we won three two, which was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, overall, the first half wasn't particularly good. You know, it was a bit flat. Minutes was just yeah, yeah, and it was a bit. And then Lafferty, we always like when Kyle scores, don't we? I mean, fair play, it was a great strike. But I'm quite glad we managed to wipe the smile off his face. Um, I don't think it was a great strike. I thought. I, I mean, I thought it was a stunning piece, stunning piece of finishing. Um, it was really good. I, I think. I think great, La- it was a great strike. Yeah. I think Lafferty, Lafferty is a very uh, average striker but he does have quality he's, he's just missing one or two wee bits and he, he could actually end up it could have been obviously he's a bit old now but if he just missing one or two wee things and it could have taken him to a higher level I think because see his technique is actually pretty good in terms of shooting from distance as well but anyway sorry that's me getting off point yeah and it, but then obviously I mean because yeah. he is a prick well there's that yeah um, let's not talk about him anymore. Yeah. Um, let's not praise him anymore. Boyata's header was excellent. Yeah. Um, there was talk of him being offside. I, 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 I don't think he was. It was. I would say level. I think you know. Um, I don't think that was a particularly controversial um, decision. Header was excellent. Um, and then in the second half, we just kind of started. You know, we we, we kind of exerted our authority. Really, there was. Um, we dominated life. Yeah, we absolutely dominated life. Um, Dembele's goal. Roderick's pass. Oh. 
Uh, do you know, I mean, see if he had a right foot, that would have just been a cross. Yeah. It's actually a mistake. Is that what you Oh, look at oh, the outside of the left boot. Yeah, use your right foot, Tom. Right. I know, exactly. Uh, Australians, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong side of everything, sorry. Thought you you kind of thoughts on, on the performance? Yeah, I mean, in, in a weird way, Hearts kind of made it a contest because I thought Celtic is, is going to kind of show up and, and in the last three games and, and do what is necessary. Mm. Um, I think, you know, Stephen Naismith going on a wild <laughs> crusade of late tackles probably didn't help Hearts' cause in the end because you can kind of tell that the Celtic players were a bit you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have this, yeah. Uh, as well, but there was kind of like there, there was like little slopper mistakes, kind of all over the team. But I think this Hearts team, in the end, they're just not a very good team. They're actually a, a poor team. I think I don't think Celtic really needed to do much to win it. It, it was largely end of the season yeah. fair. You know, it wasn't. I mean, there's some other teams that have got something to play for. Hearts don't. No. Um, I think Hearts do have something to play for when they're playing us, though. Well, you to kick him. Well, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. I think there is the nice. But, but even then, there just wasn't, you know. And fair enough, they went into early 2 0 lead, but other than that, it, <laughs> it was, um, it was I mean, just a bit. Uh, the, the, the Naismith stamp, Alex, did you, did you just like. Did the crowd realise how bad it was at the time? I don't think we realised how bad it was. Obviously, like, we weren't shouting and yelling as we always as we always would anyway yeah. but no I don't think we realised how bad it was and it was only when I watched it back that you see the stamp and you see yeah it's long after the ball's gone I mean it's mm. it's it's assault essentially and you know obviously coming off the back of what uh, Craig Levine said about Harry Cochran and how Scott Brown you know people need to be protected from Scott mm. Brown I just I thought it was absolutely scandalous, and then obviously the one on the one on Forest, I actually tried to defend at first because I thought it slowed down. He's actually not went in, but he does. He goes over the ball. He he, he stamps down on Forest's yeah. foot. Um, the thing about Naismith, right, as he's came up here, <coughs> and I know he's injured for a, 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 a spell, but he's not set the header light, and he doesn't look. He looks like a Scottish Premiership player, mm. and so from that point of view, he's on fifty grand a week at Norwich. He's got nowhere to go but down in terms of wages. And he's, he's in a increasing line of players who's come up from England. Some, you know, bottom Premiership, Championship uh, Scottish players coming up from England, and everybody goes, "Oh, that's it's a good signing," you know, sensible signings. And they come up, and they're just they're just not at the races. Like I mean, Russell Martin is another example. He's been absolutely terrible for Rangers. He's been he's been so poor. It's it, and, and Naismith is another one, and there's several other examples of people who think, ah, oh, you know, you know, the end of their career, but they're going to have you know a few good years left at this level. And I think there's something about Scottish football where maybe don't realise how intense it is sometimes as yeah. well. Uh, actually, I just I want to kind of make a couple of points about the Rangers game because I was in uh, Croatia. <laughs> Any vegan places? Hundreds of vegan places. Let me talk you through. It. No, uh, when I watched the so I watched the game back. Um, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it. Fully uh, that evening, like about on the Sunday evening, and what I found was uh, I didn't realize Game Dorans was playing until the twenty eighth minute. Uh, I, I, like let, you know that way you're watching a game and you know Celtic were dominant, but I saw like Jason Holt tried to make something happen. Uh, Murphy, I thought, tried to make something happen. Graham Dorans is a guy who's came up here on a free. He's 
going to have Scott Brown in his pocket. He's going to dominate. He's lived been in the he's lived in the Premiership. He's been in the Premiership <laughs> Premier League for like the last you know decade or whatever, and, and you know in the Championship. Oh, he'll be you know absolutely. Didn't even know he was playing. It's yeah, and it's it, it could be a case of they're coming up here, and in, in, in England they're probably been you know among they've been in better teams. So I think you know they can play a big part, and I think being you know they maybe seem like they're better than they maybe are because of the teams they've been playing in. Well, maybe the league down south isn't actually that good, but it's just such a strange signing. Somebody on the wrong side of thirty coming up, essentially going that what they think is a retirement phase, and see so yeah, again again with Graham Dorans, who you think he was playing in the Premiership. I, I thought it's just signing to be honest. I was like, oh, this. I, I, I don't know. I think mentally for some players when they come up here as well, they kind of think they can do one step below and they maybe do that in training and everything else and they can't just race those last 10% to, to, to actually perform. You need to do that. It's probably a lot of the players that come up here like Sonny Smith and, and Dorans aren't blessed technically. A lot of the time it yeah. was Endeavour and, and, and work rate that got them through games. Now when you're the wrong side of 30 yeah. and that starts to drop, you're coming up to a league which may not be technically as good as the Premier League, but as as intense, the pace is just as high. So if you're unable to cope with the pace in the Premier League, and you're not that technically gifted, when you come up here and the intensity is still high, you're not going to stand out. And I think you, you see that quite often with players um, that come here, that they're, they're, they're not able to cope with that. On another um, side of the coin as well, specifically with players that played for us, you've had guys that were standouts in the Championship down there, but can't cope with the the, the mentality we have up here of having to win all, all the, the time, time. Yeah. so the pressure yeah the, the, the pressure that, that that's there on these players means that they, they, they don't shine up here and they may be shining in an environment that's less intense so I, I think what, what we're saying is the English the English league English pundits they all kind of look down on the Scottish league without knowing anything about it but I think that's a really good point in terms of, of the pressure on sides because as you say even though you play in the premiership if you play for West Brom it's yeah, not going to be much pressure. You you're faced by the players. But if you come to Celtic or even the Rangers, where you have the expectations of being a club in the top six in the Premier League, but you just, as you say, you're just not used to it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know it's a cliche, but like the shirt being heavy, I think that's that's where it comes to mm-hmm. in terms of they're good enough, but you know, the actual pressure around it is maybe it takes a lot of people by surprise. Is that the same? The shirt's heavy? Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> Is that, is the that shirt, slightly shirt, wide? The shirt, the, the, the shirt does not shrink to fit inferior players. Boom. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I, I think the shirt is heavy. The shirt is too when heavy. When the seagulls follow the troller, troller. it's because, it's because the they think Sardine's going to be throwing. The shirt's too heavy. Shirt's too heavy. Fuck that. Fuck Alex, talk us about. T- tell us about Tom Rogic. I also tell us how to pronounce it. Since I don't actually know. It's I've not, it's not a traditional I've Australian name. No, it isn't. It's actually Polish. Is it actually? No, yeah. it's Croatian or something, is it not? Uh, look it up, Polish. It's Croatian or something, <laughs> I don't know. is it not? Isolation or... G-I-C. I, well, I, Croatian or... Eastern European. Serbian or something, right. I'm going to look that up. I'm, I'm you, you 99% sure it's Polish. I, it's either Rogic or... 
Rogic. Rogic. It's one or the other. I know that for sure. Um, no, yeah, it was it was definitely good to see him in action again. I she says I always <laughs> on our fans, I always smile. claim I always claim um, that I saw him first because I saw him at a Central Coast Mariners game. No, you're pointing at me is like it it's not? not. What is it? Thomas Peter Rogic. Uh, <laughs> and they've written it in Serbian Cyrillic. <laughs> now, I, I doubt that's anything to do with the fact that it's a Polish name. So there we go. Croatian uh, or something. Damn it. I was honestly 99%. Obviously, you can tell I'm a huge Rogic fan. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I always claim that I saw him first at Central Coast Mariners. And then, uh, you know, we found out that he was going to come to Celtic. And we're like, really? This guy? Um, Did you not stand out? Oh, he did stand up, but like the A League is. Michael Bridges was the top scorer in the A League like three years ago. So it's 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 like the MLS, like it's just new, but it hasn't really caught on. They don't have a huge fan base there, so it's just not good enough quality. Do you think at Liverpool? Uh, it's quite interesting because I'm guessing all the kind of fans are like Premier English Premier League fans mm. or Scottish football fans or Serie A fans because I know there's obviously the big immigration sort of pockets. Yeah. Um, in Australia, the, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, sorry. Do you think the, the illegal ever take off? I, there's not a lot of money in it. And there's the fake rivalries that they're trying to create. Yeah. Like, they just got a new... I, is it new Melbourne team or new Sydney team recently? And, like, they, they just create these random rivalries. It's like, where has this come from? Like, we don't hate each other. Yeah. Two people in Sydney don't hate each other. You've just I love the way made they're this starting, up. They're trying to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing at the MLS. They just have a new LA team as well, LAFC, which is uh, Will Ferrell is the co-founder. That's of that right, one. yeah. yeah. Um, um, and there's like some fake rivalry that they've created. Yeah, but you know, know these tin pot countries like uh, you Australia. know, like Australia <laughs> and like Norway. Hey, well, and it's, all that. It's proper hate in Norwegian football. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, start, start, yeah. start. But my well, team, my team well, in Norway, is, my team in Norway, Shad, Shad, Shad by name, Shad by nature, <laughs> uh, playing Ronnie Dinos Royal Ringer in the cup tomorrow. I, 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 yeah. Literally, thousands of people have just switched off as soon as you said <laughs> Ronnie. Switched Dyla. off a long time. Ago. Here's why Ronnie. <laughs> here's why Ronnie Dinos the best. Yeah. Uh, how is he doing? I'm just going to check. Oh, somebody's going to check. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. I <laughs> <laughs> think you're in um, sixth or seventh, but it's only two points up to second. Uh, am I right, Samani? I'm just about to check. Okay. Neither you or Brian have tweeted much recently <laughs> about Ronnie recently, so I was assuming The beat starts 6 1 away. There you go. That's a good, good start. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, wait a minute. Uh, Valarenga. This is Captivating yes. Podcast. <laughs> Just looking at oh, seven. Yep. I'll talk How more about Australia while I was looking it up. <laughs> How many points behind second? Three. I think Oof. um I think as well in Australia, like there's so much sport. There's just so much rugby, there's AFL. Yuck. Yuck. So there's kids don't really want to play football. Soccer, we call it in Australia. Um, um Well, <laughs> you you're not calling it here. No. <laughs> you're not calling it soccer um, yeah, here. Like, Is it Aussie rules they want to play? AFL, yeah. <sighs> Have you seen the size of the pitch? Yeah, it's just an oval and you just run around and for three hours. There's like 40 guys in each side mm. and it's huge. It's, it's really massive. good. And they just introduced like a women's league as well for AFL. Like those are definitely more... That's the kind of people are going to go for. Uh, Roger, um, yeah. Is cricket more popular than football? Yeah, I'd say so. 
I accept at the moment, maybe not so much. I don't know uh, if you, you don't know anything about that, so that's fine. Uh, the cheating riddle and yeah. all that? Yeah. Oh, it yeah, been, your <laughs> mind. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been good time for cricketers in Australia. I would say, um, tell us about it, but nobody has a fucking yeah, interest. Yeah, no one really it, cares. I don't even really care. I know that you the know media that have been bullying, bullying th- them and that's it, really. I think the downfall of Australian sport coincided with Neighbours being moved from BBC One to oh, Channel yeah. Five. Oh, my God. Yeah. When this the- is... This is all everyone is talking to me about. Neighbours and Home and Away. No one in Australia watches it. It's all you guys. No, what am I? But that's what I'm saying. But used to, people used to watch it when it was on BBC One, but it's relegated to Channel 5. <laughs> relegated? <laughs> I love the way you're using sporting metaphors. Yes, yes. No, but I mean, back then, you know, they had the guy, that, the, the swimmer guy that won all the medals. Ian Thorpe. Ian Thorpe, Thorpe yeah. And they had Shane Warne, you know, the guy with the hair. That, <laughs> that went out with Liz Hurley. So he did. Liz Hurley. What a boy, by the way. And then, you know, he had Harry Kuehl and... Harry uh, <laughs> Kuehl. He's got nailed football. <laughs> yeah. This is a steady scene of football. Mark Viduka. Mark Viduka. Mark Vidmar. Mel Gibson, even though he was actually born in America. You know, you had all these guys then, neighbours, BBC One, Channel 5, that was the end of that. Mm. I mean, who's the top superstar in uh, Australia now, sporting-wise? Tom Rogers. <laughs> Tom Good Rogers. question, I don't know. So there you go. Did you have a very important question? Did you have yes. neighbours in Norway? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite far no. between the houses, but yeah. That was actually a really good comeback. It really was, and yeah. I'm not going to slag you off. I, I don't think we did. No. no, you can tell a lot about mm. a person if they. S- we definitely had, we had Home and Away. Yeah, ah, we had Home and Away. Retrobates, retrobates. Yeah. Watched Home and Away. Slightly more tanned. No, vile. complete opposite. No, vile. Oh no, neighbours. If you were a neighbours fan, you were someone to watch out for. Oh, that's really? a red flag, mate. Red flag. Red She's done a thing flag. above your head. That's weird. Yeah, red flag. No, you don't do that. You have to. You have to. Climatized to our fucking yeah. customs pass. Uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so back to football. Anyway, <laughs> back to the Celtic game. Uh, end Roger, of season we, podcast. We were actually talking about yeah. Roger. If you want Definite to keep talking about Roger, this is. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Ro- right, talk us through Roger in terms of a. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, he is one of the only, like, I guess, Australian footballers that I really, obviously, watch because I watch Celtic. And if he does well in the World Cup, which Honestly, he's not really a first-team player. He just comes on as a sub a lot. He comes on as a sub all the time. Who plays instead of him? Like a serious question. Someone with lungs. (laughs) Jackson Oven? Yeah, they have a lot of midfielders in the Australian team. Um, But if he goes well in the World Cup, then he won't be here anymore. I mean, the the thing, you know, obviously, if playing at the World Cup, Chris... Is, okay, before we get oh actually no we'll start with this how do you think it's going to go with Rogic contract talks do you think he's going to sign do you think he's going to go do you think this is about money or do you think this is just about his ambition to move to a different league I, I don't know I mean what's quite odd is I mean Rogic has been playing quite high quite a high level for us for now what three seasons would you say yeah ever since Tyler brought him in yeah <laughs> so, oh, yeah. After since he got over all his injuries, yeah, yeah, yeah let's let, let just calm okay, down. Sorry, just calm down. <laughs> and I think for large parts of this season he was injured. It's they're just most recently there seems to have been talk of him moving to uh, a bigger club or a higher level club, higher level of league. Not a bigger club. Don't ever say that. Right, whatever, right? <laughs> but whereas guys like Dembele and 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 stuff have always been talked about from the moment they they, they came through. 
Tam was always talked about as one of the players that might stay for a, 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 a longer period of time, which makes me think that the recent talk of him moving on has maybe been generated by his agent for a certain reason or whatever. Yeah. There's also been talk from Rogers about the fact that he's Australian and it's pissing rain here all the time and, and the climate oh. might not be... No, that has been mentioned. I know that sounds like a cliche. It has. But... Didn't stop Alex. Yeah. He's <laughs> well, also been here for, what, five years now? Get over it. Get used to it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look, look, you can convince him to stay there. <laughs> I'm just talking about... And then yeah, yeah. There's also even talk to Kieran Tierney when he was... Three seats away from <laughs> I suppose um, there's also the fact that um, there's other players at the club that are on more money. It might just be trying to leverage some more cash out the club. However, I mean, looking at him, um, I personally think his game would be really well suited to one of the continental leagues that's at a slower pace and things like that. Because sometimes... You know the stamina issues come to the fore with with, with Roger. That I mean, he can last ninety minutes in the SPL at a normal intensity. Um, it's when it moves up that he, I don't think he can do it over the ninety minutes when the intensity is quite high. Whereas there's less of that in in Spanish or Italian football. You know, um, so it might just be that he fancies that and that that's what he's looking to do. That he's looking to move on. Personally, I think he'll sign a contract and stay. Do you? Uh, yeah, I do. I uh, I think. Sometimes you, the idea comes into your head that you'd quite like it, and you, 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 you know you'd quite like a move. But then I think when you, with the way the club is just now with Rogers and that, I think when he weighs it up, he's still fairly young. He'll probably stay for another couple of seasons to see where we go. And I, and all joking aside, I know me and Louis slag each other and stuff about um, Roger and Roberts and stuff like that. Obviously, I'd love him to stay. He's a fantastic player technically. He's great. He can pull you know things out of the bag. And I think that we'll probably get another couple of years out of him. Yeah. It, it's such a hassle to move as well. You have to pack up all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> New oh, electricity no. provider, everything. Um, he's in a he's in a, he's in a fun mood. <laughs> this is me in a fun mood. <laughs> Imagine me in a in a dour mood. Uh, I make jokes. Hey, <laughs> I, I used to pull my jokes before the pod. Uh, oh, one of them. And it was good. I think with Roger. So. Yeah, I think I, I think I broadly agree with um, Samani there, uh, which I usually do. Um, I think when, think when Louis comes on and he talks about Tam and he talks about how good he is and how he he's he's maybe the one player in Celtic who's super creative and, and can un- unlock somebody. I think he's absolutely right. I think he is as good, even as Louis is, and he is something special. I just don't know if he suits the Celtic team. And their ambitions going forward. I think he's kind of like a li- not a luxury player, but as you say, that I think you need if, if Celtic's going to progress in Europe, you need somebody, you need a team that is work really work hard, but also really really quick, and they work more as a team rather than outstanding players. So I think Roger he obviously dominates in the SPFL, and he can do incredible teams things that other you know players in the team can't. But I don't think he'll be a huge loss if Rogers oh, in in Europe in Europe. I think he'll be a huge loss. I don't don't think he'll be a huge. I kind of see him as it's slightly. I know I use all my you know comparisons to Liverpool, but kind of continue leaving Liverpool. It's it's kind of the same idea. Whereas you have one outstanding creative player who can do certain things that others can't. But see, if you take him away, the sum of the parts is actually greater. 
You need to let Alex give a rebuttal to that. Sorry. Yes. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like... Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You <laughs> neighbour-watching weirdo. Say if, I mean, let's say if Rogic leaves, that would be a huge <gasps> loss creatively. But, like, if Rogic leaves, he's just added to the list of midfielders that are leaving because that's what Rogic, Armstrong, maybe Roberts, that are all leaving the club. Masonda is apparently off okay. back home. Um, like that's, I, that's, I mean, that's an interesting point. Um, I, I just want to give my point on, on Rogic. Um, if Rogic goes, he goes. Uh, there is no player that we have that we can't... It's not that we can't replace. We'll just get a different version. You know what I mean? There, there, yeah. there, there's no one who's going to leave. Even if Dembele goes, like, you, you could give Edouard a, you know, a platform to perform. If, if Rogic goes, would we buy someone else? Would we, would we put... You know McGregor in that position and try and train him to play there, or would we extend Patrick Roberts, or would we just find someone else? But don't we have the qualifiers? We have an extra qualifier this year, yeah, and they're going to start right away. How long is it going to take to buy another player to replace Roger? But is that player in the squad already? Because we've got Lewis Morgan coming in. Is Lewis Morgan going to? He can't play no, no, the no. qualifiers right off the no. bat. What I'm saying is, Lewis Morgan is it? Yeah, <laughs> Fuck up. I- Oh, I I think I think McGregor's replacement. I think that's on along the lines of what I was talking about. I McGregor is more a system player that will make your system better, but he doesn't excel in that position. Well, I don't think you will have that position. I think you will play slightly differently with the players around it. No, I mean, so I don't think you'll like, be a McGregor number ten, so, so, but he'll be the third. To get someone to replace so, 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 so take take. Let, let me ask you. <laughs> take right. I, see. Your argument, your point about Europe, I do agree. Celtic are going to have to change how they play. They're going to have to maybe evolve to a different system. Not necessarily a different system, but maybe a different personnel. Absolutely, completely understand that. But in the Scottish Premiership, that magic that Rogic has, when it, he can bamboozle players, he yeah. can pull players out of position, he can do something, bring something out of nothing. McGregor doesn't have that. That's not a criticism of McGregor. It's just not in his skill set. No. The only person who has it is Patrick Roberts. I, I think when I say Roger, <laughs> <laughs> when I say Roger won't be missed, I think you will miss his, as you say, the, his, his magic through a long league season in terms of he, he can be the player who just burst that. I don't think you'll miss him. If you want to peak Celtic in Europe, I don't think Tom Roger is, is part of it. See, see part of the argument I said the minute ago when I says park the Europe chat and just... No. So... But bit Brexit of you, but see the see the, the, the you, I mean there is a point here that probably won't be that popular in general speaking. But I said it a few weeks ago. Pete, what we shouldn't do to 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 a large extent is base the performances of our players on the games they've had against Rangers. Yeah, because they're crap. They're rotten. They're mm. really really bad. They've capitulated so badly against us, especially in the last two games that. To base the performances of players like Tam and Edward solely on them it is wrong because what will happen is when you go to a different level or you play in a different, you, you, they might not come up to the mark. You can't have it two ways. You can't say Rangers, Rangers are rubbish. Rangers are right. rubbish. They're terrible, and you know the ah ha ha, you're garbage. And then when we scud them, use that as the basis of holding up our players. That's an excellent as, point. As, as, yeah. as being elite now. The games do have that extra edge because of the, the fans and the, because of the city. But if they're that bad, then you, you need to be careful of what, what you're yeah, saying. But, I mean, t- t- but you're, you can't underplay how incredibly uh, 
match. Tom Rogic is a match winner at times. No, I'm not. I'm, and that, I'm, I mean, that pass to Dembele mm-hmm. was no, sensational. If that was Roberts, you'd be you'd be um, waxing lyrical about it. I love I love Tam, and I've said that already, right? But I mean, in terms of looking at the bigger picture, and you're saying don't talk about your, I want Tam to stay, right? Definitely, I think he's a wonderful player. In terms of doing something different in Europe, I think the point Christian makes is think, a fairly, yeah, it's a fairly I, valid one. I think one. it is, but we still, I, need to, we, we still need our bread and butter. No, I know that. still need to win the league. You're saying it's the league Griffiths of the midfield? But put it this way, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, can it, right. I can only think, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, I can only think of one Champions League game that uh, Roger had a big influence in. The Man City game? Man City game at home for 60 minutes. And he always because gave the, the ball. He the owned. intensity was really, really high. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. In that, and people will say, "Oh, you can't. You shouldn't criticize him." I'm not. I understand what his strengths are, but I think in terms of, in I can like, name three games where in the Champions League where Roberts was sensational. Well, we don't need to get down this. Yeah. But it's, it's not. It's not. It's in no way a comparison. It's not. We're not comparing them. They're two completely different types of yeah. types of players. So th- this isn't a Robert Roberts no, is better than Rogic at all. But there is a, an argument to be made that Roberts has made a far bigger impact in Europe, and well, then do you then use the Rogic money to buy Roberts? We're probably not going to get any money for Rogic. He's at a contract, don't we? No, let's oh. keep them both. <laughs> no, <laughs> no keep- but I mean, that the point I'm making, the point that Christian's making is, yes, I, I broadly agree with him. He's a wonderful player. I don't want him to go, um, but as he. Godlike and beyond criticism, no. No, but Moussa Dembele is godlike. He is some hen else, by the way. And I tell you what. Yeah, he was good. (laughs) 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 She she she'd rather it was Scott McDonald, to be fair. Um, But no, I mean Moussa Dembele to me is uh, you know when you talk about players that you can't replace, Moussa Dembele is a player we can't replace because Moussa Dembele it just has it in a way that Keon Tierney has it, has it, but obviously different position. Mm. Just in that position, that he scores goals at the highest level, and you know a lot of people do that thing where they say, "Oh, he's not trying hard enough. He's not doing this. He's not." It's Last couple of games, bullshit. Yeah. Um, what, what is your thoughts on on, on Mister? We'll come to you, Christian. Thanks. No, I mean he did have a, he did have that little dip in the last. What five games he's scored every game? I might have made that mm. up. Let's let's just stats. Go let's go with the stats and see if that's true. Stats. <laughs> um, Use your eyes. No, Come he's. On. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's incredible, and it's insane that we've had him this long, and I don't think we're going to keep him for that long because, I mean, who knows? Is he in the France squad for the World Cup? If if anyone sees him at the World Cup, then he is also. Gone. I don't think he'll make the cut, but that's. Just because France are have yeah, they have so many strikers ridiculous. in their team. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts, Chris? I think Chris. Of course, you Chris for the first thing. Yeah, don't call me Chris. Sorry, Chris. sorry, okay. Christ. Okay, that's better. Christ Ian. <laughs> Christ Ian. Chris I am. No. Okay. Is that like a take on Will I am? I think so. You don't even know, <laughs> and I don't know either. <laughs> so let's go you. with that being a good joke. Thanks. Um, I think most of Dembele is the best player at the club. I think he's in inverted commas. Uh, maybe not the con- most consistent, but he's, he's arguably the, the best talenter. I think he is everything a modern centre forward you want in terms of technique, pace, power, power, intelligence, 
Uh, I think he's got everything. There's always the criticism, like, oh, he doesn't always show up. There's a bit of consistency. And if, maybe it's the, he's, you know, where his intensity young. goes in a bit. But yeah, I think it's more being young, as you say as well. Uh, it's a really long season. I, I don't think he's any less consistent than most Celtic players. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know if he'll leave or not. I think he's had a bit of a stop start, as Alex said, there for almost a couple of seasons now. So, depending on what kind of offers come in, I, I, you know, at, at least there could be a good case of saying him staying to after the qualifiers. Do um, exactly, and if Celtic do qualify, I think if it, if he can another six games in the Champions League, maybe some in the Europa League, he might go. Hey, you know, that's that's a, a better window for me. I think Dembele, if, if Celtic qualify for the Champions League. I think it's Debelli will definitely stay. If we don't, he still might not leave. But it's more than likely. Europa League and, yeah. It just depends who comes in from him for him. Because, for example, if someone comes into Arsenal and they want to build, they want to get young, fresh, talented players at maybe a knockdown price. Because no matter what, we're never going to get our value for 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 Dembele. So you could. You should look Louis. No, what, no, no, no. What, no, what I'm saying is, Dembele to me is worth like forty million quid, right? Take, take thirty-eight. But Celtic are only going to get twenty-three. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't think, I don't think we'd sell him for the twenty-three. I think we would. Of course we would. What? Of course we would. But no. we know that he's worth so much more. But we can, but we don't. We're only in a position where the, the we'll all all the arguments yet. will come out about. Dingy. I we don't have that LA money, you know. <laughs> But no, but, but, I, I don't, but what I mean is, I don't think we'll ever get our true value from him. I think we'll get a ridiculous amount of money, but I mm. think he will. I think he's a bargain, essentially. I, you do want, and we'll probably come on to this as well in terms of what the Stephen Gerrard uh, appointment Who? means for <laughs> the focus on Scottish if football. You his name. But I do think there is a couple oh. of those players might go. Look, there will be a lot of eyes on this league for the first six months, at least. Maybe not the kind of eyes we want to have on it, but. I wouldn't be surprised if, if someone like Musa goes, oh, you know, I might stick around for six months because um, there will be an added focus on the league because of this. Christian, do you think he's going to do you think he's going to leave? Somebody? No, I don't. I don't think he's going to hang about because Stevie Gerrard's the Rangers manager. <laughs> I just saying it's, it's it's it's. I think for the, the five months Stephen Gerrard's going to be here, uh, there will be. You know, yeah. a bit It'll more than the profile of the league, surely. Yeah, I, do. uh, I don't think so. Um, it talk about it a bit more going to be on TV more, the league. No, that depends on the... the There's talk about deal. a new TV deal. Yeah. Well. I, it's up for a new deal. Um, but anyway... Um, anyway. I mean, so, the, the, I mean, the notion is ridiculous that there should be more attention on the league because Stephen Gerrard here. But I'm just saying that might play in, in people going... Because the interest in the first few games of this next season will be bigger than normal I from think, outside of Scotland. I think that, you know, the fact is we've... The league's in really good nick. It's yeah, in really, it's in really good it. shape. I think the end of the season, the fact that um, Rangers, Aberdeen, uh, Hibs can all get second place. What's the Aberdeen score? It was 1-0 when we recorded this on Tuesday. Um, from eight o'clock. One each. One each. See, Aberdeen are utter shite bags. They're just utter, utter shite bags. <laughs> managed by Derek McGuinness. So, but anyway, but, but I'd probably go on to the. But I think you know, Steven Gerrard is the greatest appointment that Celtic could 
could have wished for. Well, here's a quick so question. Reasons. This is this is from Liam Drohan, and this is I'm going to give this to a a dog. Um, if we if we had the chance to keep Dembele for one more season only, but it meant Lee Griffiths would leave, mm. would it be worth it? Um, no, so I don't you, think. Uh, oh, Chris, uh, correct answer. Yeah, I I agree. I think we need to keep Griffiths. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't even know where else Griffiths would really grow. But no, he... I mean, this whole argument about Griffiths, Dembele, like, they're completely different players and yeah. we need them both. And especially with... I mean, who knows what's happening with Edward or whatever, but we definitely need both of them at the moment. I, I fully agree. Um, Christian. Yes. What would, you, what would your take on that be? I'm, I'm in 20 t- words or less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to be a bit contrarian and say, if you can keep a top top shape Musa Dembele really in, in, on his best form for a whole season and let Lee Griffiths go, I, I'd be tempted to go with Musa because I think he can take you places where Lee Griffiths can't on the football pitch. It's interesting. I want to make a joke, but I feel it would be yeah. inappropriate <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so I mean, so the Rogic pass was sensational. Musa's finish was sublime. Uh, just, just to kind of finish our point, um, Stephen Naismith's a scumbag. Yep. Um, that was end of point. That that, that <laughs> was that was vile. It does a lot of terrific charity work off the park of helps. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> but on the park on Saturday, yes, it was. Uh, those two challenges were, were horrific. Generally, generally horrific. Again, that's like. What? How many games in a row where Scott Brown has obviously been targeted and yeah. nothing's really being done? Because it was the same. Was it Russ County where yeah. the kid got um, yeah. <coughs> sent off? It was literally the same. And it was a sta- stamping on his, his balls as well. It's like yeah. it's, which I, mean? I have never experienced, but I've heard is painful. I'm, I'm Chris. Yes. You've it's happened to you one time. Tell me, smarts, smarts, smarts. I'm led to believe it's a little bit stingy. By yeah. the way, if you think that was bad, the cup final is going to be something else because I think that's all they'll do. Try and stop going. They don't have much else, Motherwell. Nah. I mean, yeah. they're they're not a very good side. Um, they're very direct. They're very direct and physical. Nah. Is how the press will describe it. But that just means they'll boot us up and down the park. Um, On a complete separate note, I went to Hamden and did the um, museum tour the other day. Oh yeah. And our little tour guide, we were looking at the Scottish Cup, and he's like, "Yeah, well, this is the Scottish Cup, and then a replica will probably go to Motherwell." We, were, we, me, and this other guy that were doing the tour, two Celtic fans, are like, "Oh, you think so, Motherwell? Nah. Win the cup final? Cool." No, nah, no. <laughs> you yeah, reported him. Yeah. <laughs> Sectarianism. Yeah. Your club's deep, mate. <laughs> uh, so, just on uh, the performance against Hearts, uh, I'm going to go to my uh, note that I referenced at the start of the show. Scott Bain underscore twice question mark. Uh, I was really happy for Scott Bain when he came in um, for the game at Ibrox. I thought he did really well under really tough circumstances. Um, he's not had a hell of a lot to do, and I think that's the problem with Celtic goalkeepers. They don't have a lot to do, and it's all about concentration levels. Um, that goal on Sunday that was disallowed, now, I can see why people will say, oh, yeah, it's, it's disallowed because of, you know, all that... I, I didn't think he looked very convincing with that cross ball at all, and it's not the first time that he's. I've not been convinced. With him. I'm, I'm looking at you, Chris, because you, you, you're a guy who 
is frustrated by Craig Gordon, but still sees the merits and 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 is You're a lot. Laughing. I thought he was pointing at me. Frustrated by Craig Gordon. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't even point at you. Uh, frustrated. Um, but no, like you're being frustrated by Gordon, but obviously he's the best goalkeeper at the club. What, what's your kind of thoughts on Bain? And is it tough to kind of get that mark of where he is? Yeah, well, I mean, Bain had a level of reputation when he first came through at Dundee. Um, but I've seen him a few times over the years um, and never thought he was that good. Um, he always looked fairly steady. Now, there was a section of the Celtic support that still dislike Craig Gordon and... Well, I mean, never like him. Basically, when De Vries came in, it was like, yes, this is somebody else who isn't Gordon. Um, and without... Where do you think that stems Can I jump in for a second? Where do you think that stems from? Oh, his distribution. His distribution's yeah. terrible, right? But we'll put that to one side just now. Do you think it's getting to do with the hearts thing? Do you think there's an element in that that still... I personally think there's an element of our support who will never forgive him for running up in the last minute to because he was so desperate to score against us. I've, I forgave him when he threw one into the net when he played for hearts for us in the last minute. That, yeah. was, that was terrific. There may be a part of that. Right? There, there, there could be an issue with that um, in the same way some players benefited in the past. I mean, Bonner, Packy Bonner was... You know, played for Celtic for a long time. He wasn't. I personally think he was quite ropey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um, but he got the benefit of the doubt because you know, Danny Goldman, Danny Goldman, know. and all that, which which is fine. I'm not saying Packy was terrible, but he was. You know, he, he certainly had his faults. Anyway, um, Gordon, maybe that's part of it. I think his distribution's the, the the big problem. But what people see is somebody who isn't Craig Gordon's in goals, and that's fine until. They start to see what they can do. It happened with De Vries, and we realised this guy's absolutely terrible. Pish. I mean, it should have been that should have been apparent when we get beat seven 0 off Barcelona, not because Barcelona beat us heavily, but because most of the goals were straight at him. Now, if there was anybody out there who had any sort of time from that knuckleball goal, whatever the hell he described it as, that should have been the end of it. Right? I mean, see that, when it, see when he described it as a knuckleball goal, he should have been fired. <laughs> Just for using the word knuckleball. Yeah. What an utter walloper. Walloper. <laughs> Sounds like something an American would say. A walloper, yeah. Or an Australian. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. anyway, Bain may be the. I think Bain's probably better than De Vries. I, um, think, he's, I think he's absolutely better than De Vries. And we, he, he done well. He done quite well against um, Rangers at Ibrooks, and therefore people ah, oh, Scott Bain, get him in all the time, that's fine. But. Um, my personal opinion is Craig Gordon is a better goalkeeper than him. But Gordon is... Uh, sorry, Rogers is always going to insist on his players playing football. So long term, if Gordon's, if Rogers, sorry, isn't going to change on that, I don't think Gordon's got a long-term future at Celtic. That doesn't mean that it should be Scott Bain or well, obviously not Doris De Vries. Long term, he probably has to look for a keeper who can be a keeper and play football a bit because no matter what with Gordon his distribution is really really poor and if the system doesn't change then he, he, he needs to go long term Christian you were a goalkeeper talk us through your thoughts on Bain once a goalkeeper always a goalkeeper so just no, I haven't played in a while I think you want me to do that <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Picking up on Martin's point about Europe, I f- you do see when De Vries went into Europe, and I think if you put Bain in Europe as well, it's such a different pressure. 
Oh. And you, even Craig Gordon hasn't had, you know, I remember the intergame on, on the run of Dyla, for example. But I think at least now Gordon is more capable of withstanding that pressure in Europe. Because De Vries, even having played, you know, in fairly high level in England and stuff, just fell through. And I think Bain would have done the same. I think Bain is, talking about stats, we have the advanced <laughs> stats. We did a whole model on, on shot stopping for goalkeepers in the SPFL. And Scott Bain comes up really high on that model. Uh, and I, I do think that passes the eye test in that he is a good shot stopper. Higher than Gordon? This isn't it is in terms of what we would expect him to save. Um, but... <laughs> somebody loves this. Um <laughs> But I do think there's the problem with that is there's, there's so many other facets to, to goalkeeping and, and distribution is one of them. Dealing with crosses is is a big one, and also just having that presence in in a in a behind a Celtic defense, which I don't think Bain or Reese has. Gordon has a little bit of it, but I do think I. I, I, be careful what you wish for in terms of Greg Gordon, as as, as says. I think Greg Gordon, you sh- you need to get, you just can't pluck anybody decent in the Championship or the Premiership and come and do. I think you need somebody a little bit special to come and, and replace Gordon, just in, in terms of his qualities, but also his experience. Look, so I think Stoker relegated Jack Butland. Right, oh, let's get no, him in. No, Jack Butland's so, not very good. Is keeper a position that's like a priority in the transfer window? Because I assume we're getting rid of DeVries and Bain's loan it, deal is finished. I think, well, is I think, it a priority? I, I think you would only go for a goalkeeper. This sounds silly, but if you can, if the really right one comes along. So I don't think if if I don't think you need to go out and get one, but if the right one comes along, and even if it's six, seven, eight million, I think then you go in and you get a goalkeeper. Uh, I don't think we sp- I don't think we spend seven million quid on a goalkeeper. Maybe you should. But no, I'm, I'm, a, no, no, no. But that, that, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I just don't think we do. I think Craig Gordon is on a level that you know I I, I wouldn't make that priority. What, what's your thoughts? So I know like, you were behind Bain for the f- first half or the second half. Did you see like the goal? What did you think of the the ball when it came in? Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She was, she, was <laughs> she was drunk. She was too busy looking, looking at Kieran Tierney, not talking to Kieran. <laughs> um, do you like Gordon? Are you a fan of Gordon, Alex? Yeah, but I mean, as everyone said, his distribution is shocking. Like you talked about it last week, <laughs> where his his um, his kick went out for a corner or a throw-in corner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, up? sorry. Oh, I knew you would bully me about this microphone. <laughs> Um, horrible man that you are some people call it bullying I call it, I call it producing perfectionist perfection um, yeah but like again if we DeVries is not the answer no. to Gordon and not that we need an answer to Gordon but we need some, we need backup and we're not getting rid of Bane so do we pay for Bane I don't know okay, is he even available he's, a, he's available on a free I, I think Ooh. Bane would be fine to get us a reserve goal. Would yeah. he be happy coming to a club and just being like second string all the time? I, I, pretty I, much? Think, I think he would. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, for enough money, maybe. Well, you know, the rumours are that Stoke, for example, um, Paul Lambert's quite keen on to bring him in because Butland's definitely going to leave. Um, Stoke could definitely offer him more money than we could. And if they give him the opportunity to be number one, uh, it's a club that could potentially go back up. I mean, it might not. That, they, that might be them for a while. But, you know, I'm not saying that... The, the I'm not saying it's, that he, he won't come to Celtic. What I'm saying is, if there are other... Like, he's not going to join Hibs over Celtic, or he's not going to join another Scottish club over Celtic. But I 
semi-decent championship club, which Stoke are currently a Premier League club, they offer him twice what we can offer him. Would they take it? Um, he might. Yeah, I'd... Yeah, but I, just, I like I like I like Scott Bain. I think Scott Bain's a good player. I don't ever see him be our number one. No, no I don't think I, so. I, I really don't. There, there, I'll, I'll, there'll definitely be some talks over the summer about somebody like David Marshall coming back up. I and don't think so. But I, David I just Mar- don't think there's any point. You, 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 sorry to jump in, but you talk about someone with awful distribution with their feet. Exactly. He's, but the, he's, that'll be the rumours, and I think in terms of Greg Gordon will be far superior to that. <clears> I think you could go out and get somebody, Michael Verm. Oh, well, well, for example, uh, <laughs> Michael Vorm is the go-to. <laughs> yeah. Who should be shouting? Oh, Michael Vorm, get him in. No, that's why I said you, you can be no, a bit. For example, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was um, as an Australian goalkeeper, I actually really like Matt, oh, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, who was in. You don't have to point to Alex. He's, well, well, yeah, I think it's Australia. Yeah. Should point. He's at Brighton though. He's at, yeah, but he played in in Belgium only three seasons. Two three seasons ago, Samani, just the three seasons ago he was in Belgium. Mm. Just the three. Well, that's like you can go to leagues like the Belgian was one and the thing? Australian one <laughs> <laughs> and you can get <laughs> that's your point Rune pal yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't think was he a Belgian maybe he was he was, oh, he was oh, once upon a time he's been everywhere nice no? is he, is he a good is he a decent keeper or I don't well he's, he's oh. I think he's very good what, um, yeah, he's probably seen the World Cup um, but yeah again really modern keeper but I'm saying you can go out and, and get somebody like that I don't think he's that even that long ago he played in Australia uh, and no, get somebody Mariners, I yeah. think you know that's where you need to find like an up and coming talent like that a modern type and bring them in early again uh, that, but sorry somebody on you go no I'm just going back a wee bit to the what Christian was saying about David Marshall being um, linked um, linked with us again do, do you know that I suppose the point I was making about Bonner earlier on benefiting from being a, a kind of a Celtic man I think the opposite actually happened with Marshall. I think, you know, he had the, the fantastic game at Ibrox yep. and the fantastic game at Barcelona, but see when he left. Uh, do you know, I, I think people had kind of written him off. I, I don't think he's a particularly good keeper, but... They'd written him off at 19, though, yeah, after he'd had yeah, performances. No, I, I know, but I suppose the point I was making about Bonner didn't really apply with Marshall, which you think it would, because he was definitely a Celtic man. But in terms of the point that we're talking about in... Um, what do you call it? The his ability with his feet. That's a no go zone. You know, he's he's not going to be an improvement in Craig Gordon in that respect. Uh, I got a question here. Um, in, in fact, b- just before, just to finish the the goalkeeping point. Uh, no, I think I think we've kind of covered most of it. I mean, I, I think I think in the end as well. Like, yes, Gordon's distribution is terrible, but like you can't discount all the incredible saves. That oh he's yeah. Made. So, oh, I mean, keep him. Yeah. Oh, that, that, sorry, keeper. that was the point I was going to make. Keep the keeper. He he wants to go to Scotland's tour in South America. Tour in South America, <laughs> and so I'm wondering. Leave him there. Scotland's doing a tour. Scotland going on a tour. National team. You're lying. He does. He loves Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I. Where yeah. are they going, Gal? They're going to Peru and Mexico. Ooh. But it's, you know, I mean, it's just it's traveling a lot, and um, it's going to kind of you know eat into his limited time off anyway. Um, I just hope that well, because he was out with that injury. But look, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll cover this at the end of the season in terms of who who we want to bring and who we want to go. I've got a question for the Wolfman. Okay, uh, this is from Aidan Ritchie. It's not me. <laughs> Although I think he's been great since coming into the team. 
Christopher Ayer has made a few mistakes the past few weeks. Yeah, I disagree. Looks- Listen. <laughs> On you go. Carl, Lustig is shite. He's rubbish. Uh, this is your guy. That was two different accents in one uh, sentence. That was a bit six different accents. Um, Ayer has made a few mistakes the past weeks and looks a little bit burned out. Should we be concerned that he'll struggle playing a full season next year? Uh, he is right. He has made a couple of mistakes. Yep. Um, happy with... No, I'm not happy with a young player making mistakes. I expect young players to make mistakes because... That's how they learn. That's how they learn, of course, and develop from that. That's fine. There's a difference between... Christopher Ayer making a mistake and Boyata making a mistake, for example, um, in terms of age, in terms of experience. Um, no, there isn't. Not in terms of experience. Not in terms of experience. Boyata was absolutely the wrong person to choose there. Um, <laughs> I just ab- I screwed up on point. Lustig. Yeah. Lustig, yeah. He's never made a mistake in his life. Oh. I'll yeah. stop this fucking so podcast true. right now and burn this house to the ground. <laughs> It's your house to why would you do that? Make sure you save the Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ronnie poster. <laughs> uh, what about Christopher Ayer? Um, he's he's made a couple of he has made some errors, which is fine. Um, would you? Would he start for you next season? From the from? Oh, absolutely. I think he's earned the starting place from next season. Uh, I think, you, as as you say, there will be some mistakes there. Um, it's, it's his first full season as the centre half. And but again, you're not going to judge, you know, pretty much the whole team on these like last five six games in this season. The big test for Christopher Ayer is going to come in the qualifiers. Um, can I ask a, a quick question? Do you stick Ayer and Hendry in next season and just think? To- this is probably going to be one of the biggest questions in the summer: is what do you do with centre half? I think based on this season so far, and I think it's fair enough. You know, there's been. He's still got things to learn, a centre half, um, you know, and, and and everything that comes with being a young player in that position. But I think he's earned a starting place for next season. I have no idea who's going to partner him, and it's I think it's a big issue because at some point Celtic needs to stick with the centre half pairing, and at the moment I think you're unless somebody's really good or brought in, I think it's going to be Bayata and Ayer that starts. Alex, your thoughts on Ayo? I mean, I think, yes, he's made a couple of mistakes in the last couple of games. I don't think he's burnt out, though. I think the whole team is tired from yeah. a yeah. huge... This is it's the end, end of the, the ceiling. You can, yeah. uh, sorry, end of the season. You can um, you can expect that, but no, I stick with him for sure. If, if he's he's just young. He's just... 20, 21? He just turned 20. Just turned 20. Jesus, just just turned 20. That's, that is young. Um, you know, we... D- d- Would you get him? I <laughs> sent my text. So that's, oh. you know... But I mean that, that that is the beauty. See, we've got a left back who's uh, twenty. Yeah. We got a centre half who's uh, just turned twenty as well. Lustig is just 20. turned twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Forever he's young. as twenty as Gallus. <laughs> yes. Do you know what, Somani? Can you be quiet for a second? He is forever young. Mm. He's going to the World Cup. Forever. Where has this come from? <laughs> so. Wonderful. I don't know where Thank it comes you. from. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Manny. You are. No, uh, I mean, I, I, I look at, um, you know, Ralston, for example. Now, I look at the United goal scorer last night. He also wasn't great for their goals. Um, Ralston, I, 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 Ralston's in a tricky position because he's not necessarily standing out at that level. Um, but that's not to say that if Kieran Tierney hadn't went to Dundee United that he would stand out. That's a 
that that team is off its nut. It's awful at the back, and it's it's just it's just a bit of a that team was all over at the place. Castle. What that team was at Tynecastle last week? It was off its nut. It was off its nut. It's like that police horseman. Off its nut. If um, if Christopher here said three seats. No, me, I would you talk to him? No, nah. okay. Sorry, he, he's a bit <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe would have talked to him then. You know, no, nah, probably not. Because okay. it's not just it's not interesting enough. He I, came I, up and said, "Do you want my autograph?" And you went, "No, nah. <laughs> I'm all right, man." Are you Australian? Are you Alex? My friend Christian says he knows you. How are you? <laughs> and then she'd be like, "He likes it." I'm only joking, Christian. You sound yeah. beautiful. Racism is fun. It is yeah. fun, yes. It can yes. be. I don't uh, have to tell an Australian that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, harsh so, but true. Harsh, yeah. but, harsh but true. So as the point that Alex just made there, it is the end of the season. Um, so Yeah, I don't think he's burnt out. I don't, I don't think he's more burnt out than anyone else in the no. team. Um, and it, I, I think that... Um, I think you're probably right. I think... It will be Boyata and Ayer, although that depends on what happens with Boyata because it's, it's Sermani shaking his head. Fear, does that give yeah? Does that give you the fear as well, Sermani? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I need to eat my biscuit. But um, the answer is it's Christopher Ayer is one of the centre half pairing. Mm. I'm on the Ayer train. Yeah. Right. Simunovic can't partner him. Samirovich ain't gonna be away. He's, he's not. Him. The good thing about him is he won't be on international duty. <laughs> <laughs> Boyata, no. We don't even need to go over that. Henry, no. no. Fair enough. No. Henry's a squad player who you would hope would break through the next, maybe next season. I got high ups for compare. So. Oh, <laughs> forgot about him. He'll yeah. be international yeah. man of mystery. Has. I think Rogers has. What got big? Forgotten about him. Aye, exactly. Yeah. He's probably by who? Where's compare? Who fucking knows? He's not even in the squads. Do you know how like the, the they've been leaking the lineups for the last few weeks? They, I seen one of those leaked lineups for before the Hearts game, and he was in the team, and I was like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously it wasn't because you, you look at them and you're like, oh, that could be true. That could be maybe, maybe compare. That's a fuck. <laughs> not a chance. How does that happen? How does the teams keep getting leaked? Is yeah. that a thing? that... I don't know. Well, it's not very good for once. No, it's really Especially if you're a Celtic Where is it fan. coming from? Uh, you can only assume Mikel Lustig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when he texts me, right, it's very... So it's, it's you. nothing football <laughs> What you've just admitted is it was well, it's you. <laughs> uh, no, I message Lustig on Instagram and I think you're back to me. You were just like Tierney messaging me. Cool. Well... KT, well, I, 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 I message with KT now and again. KT follows. Don't you, don't you worry about that? He follows me. He says it's a trend. He'll and you follow know, me soon. We'll see. Of course. Maybe if you talk to him. But I did on Instagram. Just here. Could have been on your second date by now. What is this? <laughs> he's he's in a nah, long-term relationship. Oh, sorry. He's also a lot younger than me, so that's probably a no-go zone. Oh man, somebody oh. a lot younger than us. <laughs> somebody is a lot younger than her, which makes us really old. Um, rumors abound that Edward might miss the cup finals at Blokers. Yeah. Oh, with his injury. Yeah. If Dembele's fit, less so. Um, but Griff- Griffiths is supposed to be fit too, Griffiths- but only. Saturday, not when, not tomorrow. So I mean, I mean, and, and this is the thing we have kind of not really stayed on point with this rundown, but it's because it is the end of the season. Yeah, uh, and it is we're all a bit burnt out, uh, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, none of the, none of these games really. Well, the Aberdeen game, obviously, you'd like to stuff them. Um, stuff like, them. Stuff them. Stuff them. Stuff them. <laughs> I can feel a draw coming on tomorrow. Can you? 
Don't say that. Oh, are you going? I am going. Oh, that's right. What's the score? Did it finish one each? Yes. So the the uh, league standings currently, um, Celtic take them out of the equation. Uh, Aberdeen second on seventy, Rangers uh, third on sixty nine, Hibs on sixty six, with a game in hand. Oh, so c- so they play tomorrow as well. Yeah, they yes. play heart, Hearts. It's the yeah. big derby tomorrow. Oh. Can you do that? So oh. <laughs> wait a minute. So if Hibs win tomorrow. They'll go equal on points, but they'll will they go ahead? equal on points and they'll be playing Rangers at Easter Road in the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. But then we play Aberdeen in the last game of the season, so... Yeah. <laughs> if Aberdeen, no, but if Aberdeen do have... We'll, we'll beat them anyway, but if they've got something to play for, it might make it a little bit more... You don't want to lose your last game Mm-mm. of the season when you're going to get the trophy. Trophy day, yeah. So it's it also might, Mother's Day. I think oh, essentially... Is Mother's Day here? No. no. Only in Australia. We don't do Mother's Day. I, I just can't see Aberdeen <laughs> taking a point against... Celtic, and if they don't, no, Rangers no. only need to draw against Hibernian for second place. Uh, Hibernian yeah. will be going yeah. for... Oh, if Hibernian win Hibs. tomorrow and then win against Rangers, yeah, they go second, second. Yeah. Aberdeen would be third and Rangers Aberdeen would be third. And why are you calling them Hibernian? When the fuck? Know, <laughs> it's, it's Hibs, mate. It's their real name. Hibernian. Harder middle um. Anyway, it's, it, your point about Scottish football being in rude health, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite exciting, isn't it? It's actually not. It's Brom relegated. Let's just get right off script oh. here. Let's just start oh. holding up stuff on the phone. <laughs> 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 uh, there's, an, there's an article uh. in the cynical, the next cynical, out this weekend about the uh, resurgence of Scottish football. Well, absolutely. A uh, couple of points. Uh, Celtic players should not be on social media. Sorry, not all Celtic players should be on social media. Dash Lee Griffiths. Um, I, d- I think Lee Griffiths is a bit of a rule to himself. I think he can kind of... People just think it, it's it's Lee Griffiths, so, it's you know, me. part and parcel. Do you think there's like a... Ter- like a, Did he have like a, a list of uh, things you can and can't do, do you think? Because I they would be pretty strict with it. But... Know. You know, I think what you're talking about. We were, we were trying <laughs> to figure out who's been relegated for yeah. the Premier League. Are you just having your own <laughs> talk? <laughs> talking about? Uh, we're talking about how some players uh, on social media. Mm. We're, we're just talking about players on social media and how it can lead to uh, difficult situations. Yeah. But don't, I mean, don't a lot of people on social media have their team do it? I, and I, that's how all the rules and regulations I, and whatever. I don't believe for a start that then Bailey's tweeting. Oh God! Oh, at end charm. Uh, yeah, because uh, they're exactly the same sort of formulated mm. tweets. It's probably like his manager and all the hashtags agent. and stuff. Yeah, can, you do, can you do that? I'm doing this. There you go. <laughs> There's a guy we've not mentioned. Who? And charm. What a boy, by the way. He. <laughs> you talked about Dembele. By the end of next season, people will be talking about Encham mm. in the same sort of breath. If he has a good season next. Oh. Again, again, though, he's only twenty-two. Don't even think yeah. Twenty-one. I think he's just turned twenty-two. Okay. Uh, Let's so. find out. Go <laughs> Google it. Oh, you're obsessed. With <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. But I think it, well, it was. It's a fair point. I think it was last week. Uh, Philip Auclair, the oh, French yeah. journalist. Yeah. And he basically tweeted in French, which I'm fluent in. Once I hit the little translate, translate. button. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was basically, so, yeah, he was basically tweeting about Edward, and he said, you know, uh, again. 
as other like Dembele and Sham in, in uh, before him has made the right choice about going to Celtic. Yeah, and that's kind of like a, it's, it's 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 a good point because now with Dembele and, and Sham and Franchetti, uh, you're kind of creating a, a reputation that you, you know for, for young French talent. Actually, if you're not kind of breaking through the top top league just yet, like Celtic is, is, is a great platform for that. Yeah. So I, I think that's invaluable in terms of, of a transfer market as well. Because that could be the difference about one talent, you know, choosing Celtic or another club. Alex, your thoughts on French Eddie? Trademark. He... Gem or French Eddie? We'll get back to Sham with you in a second. I just French Eddie. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> um, uh, French Eddie has been also great, but I don't know how expensive he's going to be if we want him to stay. Yeah, I, I mean, what would be your? It's your, gonna be a lot. What of would be your glass ceiling on that on that transfer? Five million. Five million. I mean, I was gonna say like ten or something, but I don't know. I don't know how much that we asking for him. So, so I've been, I've been, haven't been on the pod in a while, and there's been people talking saying, "Oh, we should get him if it, if it's four, if it's five, not five and a half." I say, screw that. If they want seven million for him, just go in and pay seven million for him. It'll pay for itself. Don't don't quiddle about one or two million pounds in the long run. Go in, go hard, sign him, boom. This is one of the get. He would have been booing Fergus McCann. Flag. <laughs> You're not spending enough money. <laughs> no, I, I think sometimes you. I. No, sometimes I, I, you. I think it's 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 a bit of a gamble, but I I think in terms of the ages, is forward. He's got the cap- capabilities. If we really don't want to pay more than four and a half, five, but PSG say six, just pay six. Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's a big difference between four and a half though and seven. I mean, you literally <laughs> just said se- yeah, it's almost I, double. If they if they say we if we want seven, you get him. I say sign him. I just realised the noise he made. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a oh, typical gosh. Norwegian sound we That's make. That's a mission call. Yeah. <laughs> you get your wife on the phone. Uh, so, many your thoughts on French Eddie? Um, I think um, the point that Christian made about it being a risk. Um, I agree. And I think that's why... If, if you want to pay five, you can pay seven. But again, again, it goes back to my point. Now, I think he looks great, and I really, I would like to sign him. And there's a lot of talent there. He looks really raw, but there, you can definitely sense that there's a potential of being a player there. But what's he done? He scored three goals against mm-hmm. Rangers, and are we basing all the qualities of a footballer against running ragged against the team? But he hasn't had that... Well, whenever he's played... Not against every... Club, but he's he's been pretty consistent when he has been playing. He's also at times looked like he's never been on a football park. I mean, now he's, he's young, he's but young. there's sometimes you've came on. You well, oh, he looks garbage, you know. And then he, he's 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 picked up in recent weeks. And don't get me wrong, I do think he looks as if he could be a great football player. But would I spend seven million pound on the basis of what our transfer budget might be? Say we say we spend fifteen million quid, people would go, oh, "That's quite a lot." Would you spend half of that on one player? No. I, I, I don't think I, I, I think he's on an upward curve monopoly when he gave him I think he's on an upward curve and I think if if you can get him on a long term contract for, for 7 million I think you, you pretty good chances you're going to make more money on him within the next 5 I years I don't think they'll pay 7 million for him absolutely not I, I think, don't think you need I to pay 7 million no yeah we, we paid three and a half, what was it, four million quid for for Encham. And, you know, see, October time, a lot of people were turning around saying, Oof, this boy doesn't look, you know, he's in and out of the team, he's not being thing. Look up now, bargain. I, I would pay four and a half million quid for, for French Eddie. I'd go five. Above that... 5.1? No. 
well, you know, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to look at if it was massively above five. Like, I'd, I'd, but if, if, because if, I, it depends on as as Samani says, if our but let's say our budget is fifteen million quid, you know, half of it on one player when we need to do work around other parts of the team is a lot. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying it's something that we really need to think it, about. And Roger sees him. Roger's clearly rates him to a high regard. Yeah, yeah. So it, you could him. come to a point to. As, as we talked about before that, Celtic's most important games are the, probably the first eight in the season. So if Celtic do qualify for the Champions League, I think there's a, there's a lot less risk in then signing Edward. But we'll see. Uh, I, I'd, I'd sign him. If, if, if you're willing to spend five, you're willing to spend seven. So. Uh, Final decision on it goes to Alex. Should Alex. we sign him or not? How many Australian dollars? Yes. Yes, so definitive. Um, so you're going to the Kilmarnock game tomorrow. I am. Um, you Are get... you sitting beside uh, Jinty's mum? Is that? Is that I about? think so. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't really know. It's a great seat, so yeah. I'll sit beside whoever I need to sit beside. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, <laughs> Are you going to get to see the game on Saturday? At... Yeah, I think I'll. Isn't it Sunday? Sorry, Sunday. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be in. Uh, I'll be in London watching that game, Trophy Day, which is good. I wanted to stay, but. I have run out of money. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stay somewhere if you no. don't have any money. Have no, another biscuit. If, yeah. yeah. Listen, I'll give you some tea bags when you open at the door. <laughs> good. Uh, no milk. Good. Um, so, yeah, I'll be watching that one in London, one of the supporters clubs. Uh, look, we'll start with yourself, Alex. Your thoughts on, on Steven Gerrard and Rangers next season? We're just, we're just wrapping up now, but um, obviously big news in Scottish football. It is big news. It was... I, I like. I remember when we first all started hearing the rumors. We're like, "What? Come on!" Um, I think it was a shock that he actually did decide. I think that they just um, promoted a under twenties coach was Murty, yeah. and now they have another untested manager. So it's a risk, especially four years. Yeah. So let's say he fails after one, half a season, months, one yeah. season. That is three seasons that worth they have. Of, to, worth of pay. Worth of pay that I don't think Rangers have that money. So I very. that's the weirdest part, I think, of the whole thing is it's four years yeah. that they've committed. You know, when Martin O'Neill was the manager, you know, rolling contracts, you know, I think, think Strachan had the same. Lennon might have even had the same. The rolling contract idea, I think, protects both parties. It protects mm. them, or even just a one-year deal. You know, four years, I think, is is barmy on a, yeah. a, a, a untried and untested. Christian, you're a Liverpool fan. You, I am. You, you you bow down to Steven Gerrard. Um, <laughs> is he? I, I didn't know that. He's oh, no, no, he's mentioned it recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I, I've, I've been in the fans since the early 80s. I'll have you know. Um, Who created the Predator book? Craig Johnson, of course, correct. Um, I, I watched that yeah. cup final. You said David Brent, but not like, looks like him too. By the way, did you see the <laughs> somebody done the video on Twitter about Stephen Gerrard going into the, the dressing room arrangements <laughs> and looking really awkward, and then put a clip of David Brent from the office <laughs> looking just as awkward, uh, which is good. Um, no, I yeah, I mean Stephen Gerrard as a player, obviously he was. I mean, it was immense in one way. It's also really frustrating because he was he was never the most tactically disciplined and he wasn't great at, especially earlier parts of his career, to bring other, I think, players that were not as good as him. And he, he got really frustrated with them and, and bring them together in terms of a team. 
he only really, really clicked for Liverpool when he had some proper midfielders behind him and he can just roam wild. So he's he's never really struck me as somebody who would be a good manager. And I don't know where that come from because... Is it that like a discipline? It's, it's discipline. Is You heard all sorts of things about his, you know, tactical indiscipline. He's a very impulsive player and he goes very much on, you know, just... Impulse. It's natural talent. Yeah, impulse. So Because he's impulsive. But people also like, oh, Steven, <laughs> Steven Gerrard is this, oh, he would become a great manager. How? He's never shown any sort of... You can see somebody like Xavi Alonso maybe, or, or Xavi even. You know, they can be a good manager. It's punditry. He's never struck me as being manager material. But apparently he's destined for the Liverpool job, and I want him as far away from that Liverpool, as po- Liverpool job as possible. Um, I, can I just raise one point? Fan. <laughs> one point I'll raise is um, certain sections of the Scottish media saying Ronnie Dyla was a disc, uh, was a risk. Um, the, who's the chump at Hearts again? Cathro. Cathro was, <laughs> oh, was. <laughs> was a risk. Was a risk. Ronnie Dyla won titles. He managed in Europe. Um, Cathro was the assistant well, manager. Well, he won titles. He won a title with the equivalent of Kilmarnock in, in Norway. No, uh, but my point is... He, he in did, the Unibon Pub League? Aye, to be fair, it's, it's a fucking tin pot league. I mean, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's embarrassing to I think even it's talk higher about it. In Scotland. To be honest, that's going to take a rating, mm. even talking about this absolutely <laughs> tin pot league. At least we're not the A-League. So. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Deflection. Uh, no, but in all, in all seriousness, um, to compare um, a, a guy who's only <laughs> ever managed under 18 half a season managing under 20s or under 18s mm. to a guy who has won a league um Cathro had been the manager uh, assistant manager yeah. and, and lots of different um under Benitez at yeah. PSG etc to compare them with with a guy who I know and great player but, but come on there's absolutely no experience surely his high profile name will draw players is it like that trying that's to think it no that's a myth but maybe like just seeing his name younger players are going to be like oh I want to be with Steven Gerrard and then Rangers are going to get cheap young players see that that's yeah. the idea that's been pushed right and I can understand why people think think that right but did John Barnes attract players because of who he was I'm not going to say that it's working but that's probably I, their no, mentality but that, like, no but that but that, there's a lot of Rangers fans who are buying that yeah. there's a lot of fans who are, th- who are saying he's a big name and he'll, he'll don't attract yeah. Chris you, you you were support you, you were watching Celtic under John Barnes that was terrific Christmas tree formation um yeah, I think Alex is right. I think there's that's part of the narrative where they're saying it's Stevie Gerrard, so therefore he'll attract players. I mean, apparently on Talk Sport today, I didn't hear it, but apparently they were talking about Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney for, <laughs> for for Rangers now. There's a million and one reasons why Wayne Rooney's not going to sign for Rangers, <laughs> but they're still talking about it because Stephen Gerrard's a manager. Now that, uh, this feeds into the overall thing where the English press are now looking at the Scottish game to an extent. And that's not a good thing. No. Where they're, where they're talking about this. I think the idea is there'll be some sort of, you know, biosmosis, you know, he'll bring some quality with him because he was a quality football player. I can only imagine that's the idea behind it. Yeah. it, it it's, it's, I mean, it seems ridiculous. Is that based on reality? No. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want good players, you need, you need money. Yeah, and it does help. So let's you, not even get into the, the data. Well, we won't even get into the no, but kind of stuff because it's just. Can, can he bring some maybe some youngsters from Liverpool up? Maybe, well, but like, Jordan Rossiter has, yeah. has been there. Uh, I, I I just don't think it's I, as I said. I think it's it's the best signing that Celtic could have because 
you're bringing somebody in who I don't think is as qualified as the last three managers. Uh, somebody who's will now have all the pressure on them from that point of view. I think it's it's another thing for Celtic to go, oh, okay, we're going to put one over you again. And also that there will actually weirdly be more of a focus on the league, even though it's it's, you know, as ill-informed as it will be from England, there will be more of a focus on the league. So I don't think actually that's have that's actually might be actually a positive for Celtic in terms of you know people saying oh okay it's, it's the Scottish league for for a brief period. So I I I honestly can't see one downside for Celtic for this appointment. I said I, I just I mm. just can't see how this will end well for Rangers. I mean, because ultimately, we're wrapping up now, but ultimately, you know, if if he goes, you know, I, I bring up the John Barnes thing. We started relatively well under Barnes. I think we won our first four or five matches and then we lost at Tannadice. Billy Dodds scored. I, I, I can remember it quite vividly. I can't remember the exact score, but Billy Dodds scores. Berkovic scored. I think it finished 2-1. And I remember thinking, oh, it was like we were going along so well and then we lost our first match. And then after that, it was just... <laughs> I just don't. And we had, we had, we had a uh, noise. Some little. We, we had Lubo. We had Petrov. Larson. That's obviously before Larson broke his leg against Leon. But we had a really good team. And as soon as that we lost that done to that Dundee United game, I remember thinking, "Oh, we're we looked really bad today." And then we just never never recovered from that. What happens if the, if the same thing happens with them? The, 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 even then, the difference between Barnes and Gerrard is we had the insurance policy at the Glish. Who did have a track record of management? Okay, he, he'd, won the, he'd won the English Premier League four years before. His best. No, it wasn't that. Blackburn? Aye, Blackburn. So he did, aye. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, okay. Aye, but his stock had fallen by then. Aye, right. So he was there. Newcastle after that as well. That's right. Not yeah. very well, though. No. Um, Got him into the Champions League. And see, when they won the league with Blackburn, that was just total. Oh, here we fucking go. Anyway, <laughs> it was, he, he, that was an insurance pot, right? Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. The Glish had a record of a track record of management, so they brought him in to appease them because there is no way they could have sold Barnes on his own to the Celtic support. So it was almost like, here you go, here's Barnes. He's got some great ideas, but, you know, Kenny's here, you're the old head to steady the ship. That didn't work out. And, and then, then they started on. doing press conferences at a bird's bar. Oh, that was magic, <laughs> man. That was absolutely brilliant. Oh, um, just, I sit in the wee guy we, in the background with a vodka orange at 10 in the morning <laughs> and Kenny the Gleish doing the press conferences. But fast forward to 2018 and they've essentially done the same, done thing, the same thing without the insurance policy. Without the insurance policy. Uh, they'll end up bringing up Walter Smith or someone in his director. <laughs> football, won't they? Yeah. But it, it's like you said, I um, can't remember where, but like the pundits who's talking about this, especially in England, their terms of reference will be early 90s. <laughs> It'll just show you how ill-informed... Oh, so I made my comment about Leeds. That, that's, that was it. Um, they'll be so ill-informed, they think like Celtic and Rangers are, oh, okay, Rangers are just going through a bad patch, but you know they're probably equal measures and so on. I just still don't think they realise, A, the gap financially and in terms of how the clubs are run, and C... What an utter state ranges are in in terms from 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 top to toe. So going to that job now, and you kind of think Gerard's been not aware of that either. And you you know he'll probably have a lot of yes men around him saying, "Oh, I should go for it. It'll be great. Good draws, a no brainer." He can't have put himself properly into that situation or what he's going into. As Pat Nevin said, it's not a no brainer. It's a brainer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good old uh, Pat. Anyway, Alex, it's been terrific. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't offered a lot of insight. I think I'm just a bit nervous. That's sorry. All right. 
So, <laughs> I'm used to just like listening rather than actually joining. Oh, in. just wait, you listen back to this. Yeah. No. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not gonna listen. Y- to you'll love it. Absolutely not. Uh, so you're moving to London now. Um, yeah, I'm in how London often now. are you going to try and get, are you going to try and get up a couple? Oh times? fuck, as much as I can. Honestly, I I the last couple of days I've been in Lo- uh, Glasgow, London, Glasgow. I've absolutely loved it. I don't know why so many people shit on it. It's yeah. been who's, amazing. Sh- who's shitting on them in London? I think just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone that I've told was... that I was going to Glasgow, they're like, why? Why are you doing that? I got to say though, like I did the stadium tour on Friday and I had my Celtic scarf just. Um, wearing my Celtic scarf and then came into town for lunch and everything and I definitely got a couple of Rangers fans obviously shouting at me which is just something that I've never experienced experienced before so that's definitely something to get used to in Glasgow but no I've loved it that's the fun part yeah Yeah. I've loved it it's been absolutely amazing yeah yeah well it's been terrific thanks for coming on we've really enjoyed it you (laughs) you know you, you can't do all the podcasts now you're, I can't do all the podcasts. You signed up here. Yeah. Once so ah. yeah. it's so yeah. Okay. I've tried to leave for years. It's yeah. just doesn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> he's he's absolutely held himself around trying to get another <laughs> podcast. The fact to is, I hold his registration. So yeah. it's a uh, it's a uh, it's, it's like it's, it's kind of like they're working in the UE. It's uh, yeah. Jim McFarry. <laughs> it's Jim McLean, uh, Duncan Ferguson, all over again. We have ten directions. Okay. Um, Jim McLean got all the players. The Dundee United team that were brought in the 80s, he got them all to sign like 12 year contracts. 12 year? Yeah. Uh, so, like, Duncan Ferguson was on like a 10 year deal and all that. Anyway, <laughs> terrific. Uh, <laughs> we are the 90 Minute Cynic. You can check us out uh, through various uh, podcast ports. Ports? Uh, yep. Just made that up. I don't yeah. think that's a thing. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes if you search for 90 Minute Cynic. Um, if you can give us a. a so if you can subscribe to the podcast and maybe give us a little four stars have you given us uh, I have I've given you one star no <laughs> I've got yeah. of course I've After written this, a yeah. comment nice, nice, nice comment <laughs> um, five stars all the way all the way mother liquor what <laughs> I don't know hip hop that's not my he knows he knows about Wu-Tang Wu-Tang Clan uh, they're a band yep we are a bit like the Wu-Tang Clan for the clan. children the Wu-Tang is for the children. Is for the yes. children, of course. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, check us out on... This has been an absolute shambles of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence. All over the place. Ah, it doesn't not, matter. Won't be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, no. Uh, but check us out on iTunes. Um, if you can subscribe and leave a positive comment. If you leave a negative comment, it means you're just, you're just there's something you're wrong with you inside. You're a wank. You know, well, good. good. Not endorsed by me, but yeah, good <laughs> for you. Um, but no, we're also on speakerspeaker.com slash the 90 Minute Cynic. You can check us out on... Um, our website is currently down at the moment, but hopefully it should be up by the end of the week. 90minutesynic.com those pesky Russians 90minutesynic.com we're also on Facebook um, search 90minutesynic and we're on Twitter at 90minutesynic that's where we post all of our links and details and this weekend we've got the The Cynical talk us through it The Cynical is our quarterly magazine it's free it's downloadable it's going to be less than 100 megabytes this time as well so you can download it have it on your phone whenever you want flick he moaned about it I Reached the 100 megabyte oh, limits t- for Google Playbooks meant that you couldn't upload it to them and use it on your phone. No, it, 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 was, it was so it was, good. It was constructive. Uh, Maybe you should get an iPhone like the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he's even on the grid, to be honest. Him, him and Manic with their wee tin hats talking about taking over the government. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a manageable size this time. See, when the revolution happens, will it just be Wu Tang being pu- like, pumped out and. 24-7 amongst, amongst uh, and Prince and uh, other um, 
Hippity hoppity. Hippity hop groups. Hippity yes. hoppity. But yeah, <laughs> um, we're closing Bowden in the room uh, until it's finished. Uh, hopefully by Sunday night we'll have uh, it ready to be downloaded. Cool, lovely Yay. stuff. Yeah. Um, so check out for that. If you follow us on Twitter at 90 Minute Cynic, um, you'll get all the updates from the uh, Cynical and yeah, all, all, all of the links to everything we, we currently do. Alex McDee, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're going to have, have you back on next season. You're going to come back up? If you would like, sure. Sure, let's get involved. <laughs> if you will have me back, yeah. Chris Romani. Christopher. The legend. Thank you. The handsome one, Captain oh, Handsome. You like. What am I like, eh? You're some boy, by the way. As always, traffic. Um, Christian you. Wolf, the um, the suave Scandinavian. I'll take that. SS. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Bad start. <laughs> bad finish. Bad to finish. We are the 90 Minutes, Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. Six, six, six.